Avengers. <laughs> Assemble. <laughs> uh, the way you said no was right. Oh, I fucked it. Wait, 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 wait. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. My day. Let's take me more ahead. Let's bright. Fuck you. Everybody on? Good. Great. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> Alright. Avengers Assemble. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about the MCU in this special episode of Facing Off, a podcast where we ordinarily take two pieces of entertainment and compare it against each other. But what's the fun in that when we could talk about many, many projects over the course of two years um, that have been the subject of many many a conversation outside of the podcast platform. Uh, I am joined by my two biggest uh, superhero idols. Where are your sidekicks, dude? Okay. Just uh, be real. Just say what you meant. Yeah. Okay. I'm joined by Speak my sidekicks. Speak uh, the, the guys behind the desk uh, or uh, the guy on the computer, whatever they say. What is Ned? The it's guy on the computer, isn't it? The No. It's like, he, and, and then the guy, the guy by- Arian Moyed or whatever is like, dude, I got a bunch of guys on the computer or whatever. It's not guys on the computer. But that sounds like that. so ab- Anyways, incredibly lame. I'm Gabe, and I'm joined by these two uh, wonderful people, Layla and Nick. What's up, guys? We're going to figure Hi. out what it is. Hi, guys. Yeah. Hi, guys on the computer. <laughs> That's pretty uh, anticlimactic from both of us. <laughs> I know. Hi. I think I we're just confused. But hey, guys, we are big, even though we are big cinephiles and... We get critical about, uh, you know, artistic works that we um, each enjoy. Uh, Nick, to a lesser extent than me and Layla, who are true cinephiles. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Nick. Uh, We also love to turn our brains off a little bit and dive deep into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we are huge fans we are constantly talking about them. We go and see each of the movies, try to see the premieres. We watch each of the shows. We are so tuned in to society about these that we just had to talk about it. So, guys, phase four. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we're going to spoil parts of phase four. So, if you haven't seen... All of Phase 4, it's going to be spoiled. I like- didn't see the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, so I'm, I'm ready for that to be spoiled. I'm kind of bummed that I, I didn't do that ahead of time. But guys, we're going to talk about Phase 4, which is, I mean, if people Long. don't understand with MCU, there's many. been many phases, but this one uh, follows the Infinity Saga. And let's just get like a temperature reading. Layla. <laughs> Why do oh, I have to go first? <laughs> Nick. Well, it's like a good temperature. How are you? Yeah, I don't... Uh, 90, like 98.5? No, that's so hot. That's oh, the, you, that's oh, the so internal your, temperature oh, your of internal your te- body, I thought you dude. were going to say like 98 degrees is like a good temperature outside. 
No, it's not a good temperature. Let's do a temperature side. reading of your body, Nick. Probably How are you normal, feeling I about hope. the MCU after Phase Four and before well, Phase I don't Five? Have, I do not have a fever. Is a fever good in this case? Uh, it's good. Yeah, I don't have a fever. Yeah, in it's like a case, normal body be, temperature. Yeah, you'd be flaming. Yeah. Okay. Speak yeah. on it. What, what What's going on, Nick? Are you all right? Oh, it's just so many things, dude. Yeah. There are so many. And it's just, I you looked know, up because we're going to talk about like ranking the phases. So I had to look up what the phases uh, were. They make sense. Yeah. They're the ones that end in the Avenger movies. Um, so yeah. So like, duh, I should have known well, that. Except for this one. Except for this one, which ends in not sure. <laughs> okay. So let me, now? I was going to, I was going to say this, but why don't we just, uh, let me give a recap of of what has come out so people know what we're talking about for phase four. Like yeah. these are all the projects that can be included in this conversation. So we have, uh, I think the one that kicked it off was uh, black widow. Um, we have black widow, WandaVision, Falcon and the winter soldier. Oh wait, no, this is yeah. the correct order. Okay. So it's WandaVision, Falcon and the winter soldier, black widow, Loki. What if, which is like kind of vaguely part of it, but it it, it seems that they are taking a lot of parts of what if and and well, yeah, I mean it recreating forms or or teases multiple things. Well, at least one thing that happens and later in the phase. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there there's a good amount in it that um, crosses over. Then there's Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, the Eternals, Hawkeye, Spider Man No Way Home, Moon Knight. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Miss Marvel, uh, or Ms. Marvel, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Werewolf by Night, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and finally, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Depending on if you view the holiday special as like the actual end of phase four, <laughs> it, it kind of, it technically ends with Wakanda forever as like a, a big project. But anyways, that's a recap of what was in phase four. Nick, let's go back to what you were talking about. That's a lot of projects. Yeah. When you read them out loud, I definitely have whatever a negative fever is called. <laughs> Cause like there are, uh, there are free. more projects. I don't like in that group of projects than projects. I do really think are great and fun um mm. but that's a lot though that's just a numbers game i mean yeah. there's a lot in there and it's it's a bit much and i think that um the the marvel big bosses probably know that now i think it's become but that also maybe it may have been by design it might have been and that's what we're gonna have to find out for the next one layla are you kind of in the same same vein or or were you a little more optimistic about it you mean optimistic like prior or am I saying how I feel at this point? Feel at this point. I mean, we were all optimistic yeah. prior because we, we had just like, come off of uh, uh, the just Avengers a, yeah. Infinity War and Endgame, you know? Totally. Like, um, um, but yeah. So my take on phase four is that Marvel didn't really know what direction it wanted to go in and that was a problem. Yeah. I think... It sat way too much right in the middle of sticking to its original formula and trying to branch out of that at the same time instead of just leaning into doing something different. And 
I think that messed it up entirely. I think that like half of that stuff or even half of the movies themselves are like old formula while you're mixing in something different, something entirely new. Like I think Doctor Strange is probably the best example of what I'm trying to say that I'm not explaining super well. Um, Half of that movie is very old formula, right? Like it's like some of the old shit, some of the old banter, like the comedy still there, all of that. But then they also just kind of out of nowhere threw in a horror aspect to this film, which to me was so cool. Like I, my favorite parts of phase four is when they took leaps, when they did something different, when it felt cool, when it felt new. And if I, I wish they had just leaned into that entirely instead of trying to keep the old formula at all, which I feel like is probably a little controversial because I think people love the Marvel formula and love what phase one through three did. Um, But I was ready for something different. If they keep doing the same thing over and over again, I'm going to get tired of it. So Um, which is partially why I don't think things like Black Widow hit the way that it should have because Black Widow fell into that same formula and it could have been something very dark and different and new and they chose not to do that. Um, so I just think they're, I just think Marvel's very confused. I feel bad for the creators. I feel like they don't know what direction to go in and it's messing with the content entirely. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm totally with both of you guys on that. I don't need to add to it, but I, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little. I can't help but think it's by design. Listening I, to you talk, might Layla, be. that they tried all these different things. Like you throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks, and I think that's what yeah. they did. And and like we kind of know what sticks, and maybe branching out of that, you know, very um, mocked, I guess, online kind of st- straightforward thing that MC- the MCU does. Um, maybe gels with some people, but it, it also doesn't with others. And, and I think they've kind of learned that, but uh, it's kind of to the detriment of the whole thing uh, because there's just so much. Like I liked eight out of the 18 things Gabe listed, maybe nine. <laughs> so like 50% or lower. I mean, I, and Kevin Feige recently has like talked about, it. he's like, it's going to become really clear where we're going with this soon. And yeah, like, right. sure it's did. not fucking clear <laughs> yet. And it's really with which tough. movie. Which yeah, exactly. Make it clear. Is it Ant-Man? I like, it, it's probably going to be Ant-Man, uh, it, which is ridiculous that we are, like, hedging all our bets on an Ant-Man movie. Um, a sequel, too. Yeah. Yeah, like a, a, a third one, which I, yeah. I can't even believe there was more than one. Um, sorry, <laughs> Ant-Man. Uh, what will it be, Ant-Man? Um, Yadda League, Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, I just... That's kind of how I'm viewing it. Like, I, I'm still good. Like, we're not going to stop watching Marvel movies no, and Marvel never. content, but it has kind of broken me down to the point where I'm like not as huge of an advocate for it. I'm not out here defending Marvel movies like I might have in phase three. Um, so, let, speaking of which, let's rank these phases. I think there's probably going to be like a, a very similar ranking for each of us, but um, Nick, why don't you start it? This one's last, so I'll go from the bottom. Yeah. Mm, I mean, interesting. phase four, I think, is the last one for me, and then I would go, if we're going to go up, I'd go two, mm, yeah, two, three, one. So in order of best to worst, one, three, two, four. Oh, I'm like... Wait! Wow! What? what the fuck did what? Phase one is your favorite phase? No, no, no sorry. Three, one, two, four. Oh, okay. Three, one, two, four. But like, oh, wow. One yeah. over two? 
One had Thor and Thor the Dark World. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I love how Gabe was like, this is going to be unanimous. I thought it was (laughs) like, well, I think we could all say three is the best, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no no question about that. Yes. I think it's just, I mean, twos, this is how I'll think about it. This list I have has Dark World in phase two. I mean, okay. Oh, you're right. So Iron Man one, Iron Man two, Captain America, first Avenger, Thor, Incredible Hulk, technically, and I think the it, I think one and two have an equal amount of things that are awesome and things that are not awesome. Here's all. where I'll differentiate one with even four and and with two. The highs of two. Well, first of all, the highs of two are like some of those movies in Phase Two are still like my favorite movies in the Marvel mm-hmm. Cinematic Universe. Um, the highs of Phase Four are more interesting than almost anything outside of Iron Man in phase one for me. Like, I like the Avengers, but I like Spider-Man No Way Home much more than that. I like, I kind of, I might like Shang-Chi more than that. Uh, I certainly like WandaVision and Loki more than that. I mean, I'm thinking of like cultural impact here too. True. True. Is this objective or subjective? I feel like is the question. I, like, yeah, well, it's definitely subjective. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I I don't know with with phase two. I think phase two, like we all liked phase one, but I think it's where in phase two where we were like, oh, this is going to be like a really important thing for a while, like because the Avengers ended phase one and that was a huge deal but then afterwards the way like for instance in phase two you get winter soldier and that's the movie that changed marvel for me it became like oh this isn't that fucking silly anymore age of ultron is not as good as the first avengers no but it's not bad i actually kind of like age of Ultron. no it's not but um i get i get what you mean i i just differ slightly so i'm i'm three two it's so I, it's like one and four are like tied for me because one is really important and four has such lows, but the highs in four are like so important to me. Um, Layla, what about you? It, that it's easier for me. I one is last for me. I put four mm. before I put one, and I think that it, it entirely is just like a personal thing. I have never. Oh, I'm so I apologize to everyone listening. I am not like a huge Iron Man person. Like I I love Iron Man within the universe, but I'm not like obsessed with the Iron Man individual like movies and Even the first one? I mean, I I love it, but like I I don't rewatch it and it's just not oh. one of the characters that matters a whole lot to me and I know that that's like a highly, highly, highly controversial take. I've had many a discussion about this. I just it doesn't hit for me. So and your team cap it's, it's America's no, ass. Not a, no, oh. no, 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 not necessarily. No, I okay. Not That's a ass. whole other conversation. Oh, okay. Um, I. It's not Layla's I, America's ass. Yeah. <laughs> <Gotcha>. I um, <laughs> I think I just gravitate towards four more, and shockingly, because it, I think it holds a lot more emotion than the first phase does. Like I just think that phase four is way more human than a lot of the other phases. Like the rest is all just very like hulky men fighting each other, which is fun, but like. Phase four brought like I'm I've sent this to both of you guys, but phase four is like called the like trauma phase. But mm. like it's just it's fun to like delve a little deeper into the chaos of like 
these kind of crazy people. And I think that happens a lot in phase four. And that's just so much more interesting to me than just watching another superhero movie about like a very rich guy with a lot of money doing cool things. And not to say that's not fun for what it is, but I definitely think phase four hits more for me than the first one. And I don't even, I don't like the first Captain America movie. So yeah, I, 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 I've grown to like it a lot more over time, but I would say it's, it's tough to go back to those movies outside of Iron Man, which I fucking love. Excuse me. Um, outside of the, uh, the first Iron Man movie, which I love and like the Avengers is very fun to go back to, but I, I yeah. still like phase three the, it, for me, it's like phase three is so far above everything yeah, it's else. insane. Honestly, yeah. that, <laughs> sorry for my misspeaking. It's like, so much better. Yeah. It, and, and it's okay. We forgive you. Um, but let's talk about with phase four, which is the only thing we're going to talk about from here on out. Um, let's talk about our favorite parts or like our favorite projects and everything. You could either like rank your like top ones or you could just like, you know, talk about like where the highs were for you. Um, I'm, I'm curious, like across the board for this podcast, like what our favorite one was, if there's like one project come that, to a consensus. Yeah. Cause I, I'm, I'm oh interested gosh. in that. So for me, it's Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, okay. And I think that was like the pinnacle of it. It's tough though, because I really like Black Panther, Wakanda Forever a lot. Um, but what about you guys? So many colons in this. Yeah. So many colons. Well, this, phase. this phase four is the phase of colons. Phase colon four. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite, Layla? Oh, I don't know. I also feel like it's really, really, Three, really two, hard one. that we're you don't comparing... TV shows and movies in this phase like that's something I feel like is important to acknowledge when we're like talking about all these different phases like TV shows hit me in just such a different way than movies Mm. do and I feel like the capability of doing um, like just these grand like moments within Marvel are like so much easier within a big movie (laughs) Um, than throughout like the course of a show where you end every like 30 minutes for an episode so um that makes it a little bit harder for me. I think if I'm looking at just the films, I would pick Spider-Man. Well, it's actually like you bring up a good point because yeah, like yeah. your mileage may that. vary in terms of like how much you like these, like these movies in general. And then I think within the fandom, there's a separation of like, what do we want to see out of, out of a Marvel movie? And mm-hmm. I actually thought this was like one of the big dividing lines with the Captain America versus Iron Man thing because if you're if you're rooting for Iron Man a lot of it is I like the conventional like superhero and the person who's most entertaining who's like cracking quips and stuff there's and, also a little bit of an anti-hero and a little bit of an anti-hero or do I like the really serious Avenger Captain America who's all about, like, honor and stuff, but is taking, uh, is willing to go to a darker place. I don't think it's, like, always that, because obviously there's a lot of darkness with both sides. But, like, are you watching a Marvel movie where you want to be purely, or or project, where you want to be just, like, purely entertained, like, you know, eyes popping out of your head? Or do you 
want Marvel to take risks and then like also, you know, dive to deeper levels. And that's where there's like a little bit of a divide in terms of like how people viewed this phase. I feel like so, it has to be the latter. My two favorites are not one, for everyone. Well, for me. For yeah. one my two favorites are WandaVision and Loki. Okay. More yeah, than I mean, Spider Man and Yes. Okay. I mean, yes, th- I, I agree with that. If I had to pick, I would definitely pick one of those shows over Spider-Man. And I and the more I think about them, the more they're just like equal in my head. Because they branch <laughs> out, like like Layla said, and I, that's probably not what we said when we compared them. Did we compare them? Oh, no, them? no, no. Uh, let's go back to that, actually. Because I had us do... We, we did like a 3-2-1 <laughs> deciding what our favorite show was so far when at the time where like Falcon and the Winter Soldier had just ended. And you and Alayla said, I think that's pretty obvious, right? And then both of you guys said WandaVision. I said Loki. You guys both made me feel oh. as if <laughs> I was the only one on Like, And you actually said, oh, you must be looking at a very selective part of the internet. And then it became very clear after that episode that the majority of people liked Loki more than WandaVision. Not saying that it's better. I'm not saying that at all, and I don't even really know where I'm at now that I think about it. But let's just let's just You're bring right. that G- back. Gabe got his clarification. I just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think in the in the context of this conversation, though, like in the bigger picture of Phase Four, no matter whether I felt Wandavision or Loki was better or more popular than the other, those two are superior to me than like anything yeah. else that came out of Phase Four, basically. Yes. Um, and I think it's because of what I said. They executed a different era of Marvel perfectly right at the beginning out of the gate. Yeah. And it worked so fucking well. And then what was right after that? Was it uh, uh, Captain America? It was, it was, oh, Falcon, yeah, it was Falcon I think. and the winter soldier. And then it was like Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's where things like derailed for me because as much as I liked, I, I enjoyed Captain America, whatever, uh, Falcon, Falcon winter, and winter soldier, soldier. Yeah. but it it became confusing at that point. It was like, what are we doing here? Mm. Um, so it makes me sad because I just, I saw the potential and I think that makes it even worse for me looking into the rest of phase four because I'm just like, you had it. You did it. You accomplished right. it. And then you just let it entirely go. So I, I th- they, they really, totally. to me, like, like, like to your, I, I think to your point, they, they take these like really, well, the, the best parts of Marvel and also the most confusing to me is that there's like this giant macro version of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's like the whole universe has superheroes and like crazy stuff happens. And in WandaVision, you learn that there's magic and that she has this like insane amount of ability to do things and that she was, they kind of retcon her character in a way that leaves you a little bit of a breadcrumb of what might be coming down the line. Mm -hmm. Um, in multiple different ways. Loki does the same thing. You get this giant breadcrumb um, in the form of Jonathan Major's sexy Literally. ass that Such a uh, huge will eventually become, you know, the, the, whole the biggest deal. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, the shows work and examine these two characters that you didn't get to examine uh, earlier and who are both anti-heroes and that's the part mm-hmm. of marvel that appeals to me the most both that yes, macro part I and the agree. anti-hero part and then you immediately shrink it back down uh with falcon and the winter soldier and that part of marvel has never fully made sense to me like why are we shrinking it back down and talking about earth like falcon doesn't have any powers who cares he's gonna get squished 
by this person that we just learned is able to literally change the composition of someone's DNA with uh, her brain. I mean, I, I get what you mean, but I think that like where that show was actually kind of effective, Falcon no, and the no, Winter no, no, Soldier, no, no. is it like, is. what's the per- yeah. like, what kind of leader should be in the Avengers? You know, totally. like who's no, like, I, it, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not. Not here to, to like re relitigate your one of your favorite For words. For sure, yeah. The, that yeah. whole thing. I don't really like I, litigation anymore, but yeah, <laughs> relitigating is. But fine. then you like that's where it gets muddy. I think in, yeah. to to Layla's point is then you kind of shrink it back down, and then you're like, whoa, there's so much you're about to just to do, and then they just vomit. I also just wonder like if they if they're I've thought about like this a lot. I'm not entirely sure this phase was ever going to be like no perfectly executed, only no. because like. There is a huge transition period happening here. Like it like even by the end of that show, like for people that I know that like refused to watch it or they tried one episode and they were like, fuck this, I'm like, they're setting up a lot with that. Like oh, there yeah. is mm-hmm. there is so much fun shit to come out of that show that I'm very, very excited about. Yeah. But it was just a build up to that, you know? And and maybe there was a smaller way for them to give us hints of what's to come and not do the show. I don't know. But like I kind of think to give them a little bit of like leeway, I'm not entirely sure how you do a transition out of what was one of the most epic eras of (laughs) superhero movies of all time into something completely different, which is like very much going into a villain era, kind of had it in phase four, but also going into the next era as well. So I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know if there was a perfect way to handle this. <laughs> no, and I don't even dislike Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, like, I enjoyed I, I it. Love I guess it. It, it just, it, it's, it's not just perfect. A lot going on. Yeah. Um, and, and like, a, I mean, like I said, like nine or 10 out of the 18 things you listed, I just don't even like. Uh, yeah, but I want to, okay, so before we move on, and, and if Layla also has like other, um, you know, favorite projects and stuff, I, um, feel free to add those, but I, I do really want to highlight a few things that um, kind of blew me away when I wasn't expecting it to to varying yes. degrees. And where this gets into like what Layla was talking about with like you know when they're taking more risks and being more creative, these are the things that I'm like I'm very glad that um, happened in Phase Four. Um, especially since my expectations were either like way too high or they were, you know, kind of like, um, they had gone down in the past few months. So Black Panther Wakanda forever. I, I really like, they took Marvel to an emotional place that I didn't think Marvel was capable of in a way that wasn't corny to me. Mm. Um, and I mean, like so, so many hats off to Ryan Coogler for like, you know, handling the Chadwick Boseman loss and and finding a way to include it. I think the movie is extremely messy in terms of like it's very effective at handling the legacy of Chadwick Boseman and introducing this new world, but also like not as effective at keeping all these like Marvel things that are spinning around that have to be like shoot like, you know, shoehorned into it. But I think for one thing outside of the like CGI, you know, fights and stuff, like there's a new cinema uh, cinematography that they like use in that, that I was like, Oh, you could do this in a Marvel movie, which is like the whole point of hiring these auteurs. Like, 
in these like indie directors like that. That's what I was hoping I was going to get out of Ryan Fleck and Anna Bowden with Miss Mar- uh, with uh, Captain Marvel. But like that movie couldn't look worse and like more <laughs> generic. But also, I, I just think that Wakanda Forever does two things. It, it handles like an emotional, like more prestigious level of filmmaking. But it also is like, oh, this guy really can build worlds. They, like I, he not only did he build Wakanda in the first one, and Wakanda is like an incredible creation, uh, but he also built this. I, I can't remember where Namor is from in the movie, but like it's like Atlantis, um, but it's something else. Tilokan. Yeah, Tilokan, um, or Talokan. Um, yeah, Talokan. Like he builds this world, and I think that was great. And then other ones, Werewolf by Night was this like out of nowhere project that I wish like we don't need these fucking TV shows. Like, for the most part, outside, like, you know, Loki and WandaVision and parts of the other ones. But, like, if you could do these little specials um, and you could make it in such a creative way where you still see that it's kind of Marvel-y, but it's, like, its own project altogether, do that. I thought that was a delight. I was very, very pleased with that. It's a very quick watch, and I and I enjoyed it. And then a couple others. So, like... Shang-Chi, for me personally, I, I it's tough to watch a lot of Marvel movies with like fights and stuff that aren't well choreographed. And I love that they took this character and brought in like martial arts history and wuxia movies and like a bunch of um, it, it, they brought like a cultural element that ends up becoming a big part of this entire phase. Like it's not just a trauma phase. It's like a culture phase. And absolutely. Um, I like that. I, I think Shang-Chi has its problems where it becomes a little formulaic towards the end, but it is yeah, like, yeah, he uses all that, that Kung Fu to fight a, badly, a fucking dragon. A CGI dragon. <laughs> but lastly, for Mark me, amazing. I do want to just dragon. like, I don't think these are the highs of the phase. I just want to be clear about this, but I was, I went in with the lowest of low expectations for Miss Marvel and She-Hulk, and I ended up liking them more than a lot of things in this phase. Uh, and I like the risks that were taken until Miss Marvel stops taking those risks and until She-Hulk kind of like overshows its hand. I, I really like what they did with it, um, with each of them. I felt actually engaged, and I think that they're like... Those little type of things give me hope of what Marvel can do with this new era of like new characters and stuff. So like all of those things together. Layla, I don't know if you have anything to add before we go to least favorite. I don't have too much. I mean, I I think I'm one of the rare people that really enjoys enjoyed this phase. I I can easily have a conversation about the faults and the missteps and all of the above, but like I have a follow up question to this in our next section. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> okay. My um overall take from it is that I really enjoyed kind of like what Gabe was alluding to, like the creative liberties that they took in a lot of what they did in this phase produced even in minor ways like not throughout all the entirety of the show or the entirety of the movie really cool stuff that i really enjoyed um that i felt surprised by like as much as 
half of Doctor Strange was awful to me. There was another half of it that just made me like absolutely so happy. So like mm. I am happy to see where this leads us. I won't get too much into any specific like my of my favorites or anything, but like I en- I enjoyed the human aspect of this phase and I really enjoyed some of the like creative choices overall. Um so when we let's talk about like our least favorite moments of it and because it is a very like I agree I also enjoyed a lot of the phase but I will say it's like an extremely flawed one and it's real we're starting to see the cracks in Marvel Um, question I I think there for me the way that I frame it of like what I didn't like is especially like the two projects that really like highlight this for me. (laughs) there was a lot of expectation for certain new projects and they there were a lot of moments of disappointment with marvel this year um or in the past few years so i mean i i don't know if this is like across the board everyone is going to fully agree with this um on this podcast or or for the listeners but like it's pretty clear to me that the the lows are the Eternals in Moon Knight, right? Yeah, like, have like, you seen... My follow-up question is, have you seen Moon Knight yet? <laughs> yeah, did you finish it, Layla? Did you finish Moon Knight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love how that's your follow-up question. I, <laughs> I didn't I say it was all perfect. Be, uh, one of these favorite things, and it starts with the moon and ends with the night. I mean, but, but like... <laughs> what, let me start with the Eternals first, because we could all talk about Moon Knight for a while. The Eternals is something that sounds like such a good idea. Like, it sounds like we're getting, like, a new type of Avengers, but, like, a really, like, noble beings with all insane superpowers and stuff. Mm-hmm. What, like, and it's, and it's by this director, Chloe Zhao, who had just won Best Director and just won Best Picture, and she had only made movies where she, like... They're really grounded and beautiful, but they were like mostly with uh, non-actors. And then she gets this project that has like a bunch of really big actors, and a, and it's supposed to be one of the most important movies going forward. And my God, is it one of the most boring movies I've ever sat through? Like it is <laughs> so disinteresting to the point of like comedy in a lot of moments and it's It's such a waste trying to lift so much weight and it it's trying to lift so much weight and it became the main point of conversation afterwards became wait why the fuck we have these new tv shows and stuff for marvel why wasn't this a tv show where we could focus on each of these characters like what did they think was going to happen um, with this, and I'll say that's it, it's lower for me than it, than Moon Knight because it had no reason so to fail. It had oh, so yeah. much potential, and it, it, it like you you really can't fuck that up. Whereas like where oh, they took I, Moon Knight, like I, you could fuck that up in terms of what I know about Moon Knight. But also with Moon Knight, I went in with expectations like. Oh, the Batman of Marvel. Oh, this person starring that was, like Oscar Isaac, starring Oscar Isaac and having like yeah. F. Murray Abraham in it. I mean, what the <laughs> fuck happened? Like that show is visually, I, I'm I'm actually I'm n- no hyperbole. That show is visually the worst show that's ever been made. 
I mean, have you ever seen like the sci like the sci-fi channel? No, it was worse. I just on. think that there are a it's lot worse. of shows maybe you haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't seen every show. <laughs> I said that. I said, but, but the scene you've ever seen yeah, that you've seen, seen where Big Conchu <laughs> is fighting Big forgot already what the bad. <laughs> no, the scene when the hippo is. shows up. And then they're on like a ship. No, dude. And big it's in Conchu, a purple desert. No, big Conchu fighting other big thing in the background looks like those those like clips online where it's like, if you see this, what, what would you do? And it's like a big skeleton walking through Las Vegas or something. And you're like, that's not real. Someone made that. Who's for? <laughs> I mean, like, it's so bad. Dude. It, it was disturbing so how bad it was. And for a lot of people to be like, dude, Moon Knight wasn't that bad. Like, think about that one episode where he goes into the trauma of his life. I was like, that was corny as fuck. Like, it was it was somewhat well handled and it took it to a dark place. I but mean, like Oscar the episode trying, immediately afterwards you know? is so bad. And I and like having Steven as a character in all of that, his Steven. English counterpart, was like, who who allowed this? I'm Who signed off on this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you ended up thinking. See, I think Eternals was always <laughs> destined to, to be. I think Eternals was destined to fail. Like that's too much, man. That's like you said, it should have been a show. But it could have at much. least been like interesting and beautiful, like character studies and like yeah. It I was, just that movie had no six redeeming hours qualities longer. to me. And it was all about Brian Tyree Henry. Oh God! And I love Brian Tyree Henry. <laughs> Who is going to show up before so any poor. of the other Eternals? I think. He's, yeah, he's in something else that's coming. One if of their, it was just character is. Richard Madden and like Barry Ke- Keegan, uh, Barry Keegan, and oh yeah, the yeah. woman that Barry Keegan is with. I'm blanking on her name. She's she's mute. Um, mm-hmm. That Fast I honestly, girl. that's it for me. That I I would be good. I like none. No one else worked for me. Yeah, I, so I, I have found myself in a lot of conversations around the Eternals and I'm not going to defend it at all. Um, It's a bad movie, but I don't think I hate it as much as a lot of people hated it. I think I, I think I'm with you. I don't hate it as I hate Moon Knight. I don't hate. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I like fervently think is like bad. Right. And like, I, I know the Eternals has a lot of problems. I just think the biggest problem. The the reason it didn't work is because it was, like Nick said, never going to probably work just mm-hmm. because of how big of a piece of content it was. I, I was one of those people, like Gabe, going into it where I was like, holy shit, Chloe's doing this. It's going to be fucking incredible. Like, this is going to be so stunning and so, like, interestingly paced and done that, like, it's going to fucking win an Oscar or something. Like, I was so ready for this to be incredible, which probably was my downfall, honestly. But I... I <laughs> I literally um, predicted to you. I was like, this movie is going to be nominated. You weren't for the thing. only one. It was I, like the, every like Oscar poll that we like know of and stuff. Like people were like, this is going to like change the game. Like this is yeah. it. This is how we. This is how we put Marvel in prestige. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> jokes on us. Um. I just. I think it was. I just think it was like not if prestige interesting. is just like snobby fucking. Uh, things that just put you to sleep, then, yeah, sure. I mean, that's I a mean, lot I, of people's idea of, like, prestigious movies, so. I just think it's sad. I think it had so much potential, and, like, even while I was watching it, I, I remember distinctly, like, halfway through the movie just pausing it and going, fuck, I feel really bad for this movie. Because, like, 
it even watching it, I was like, I see so much potential in the way these characters or some of these characters are interacting with each other. And I wish I got a different version of this. Mm. And again, the Eternals like could have been a, a very cool thing. And it, it has so much weight in Marvel. And it's just sad that it like executed so damn poorly. Um, so, I mean, I'm not... Again, it's not something that I hated. I mostly enjoyed certain moments while I was watching it, but yeah, they did a bad job. It's not great. It's it's definitely <laughs> right at the bottom. Um, Moon Knight is very bad. It's very, very bad. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> it's very, very what bad. What about Thor, Love, and Thunder? Well, I, yeah, I want to talk That's about... That's a good question. Because <laughs> I'm looking at this list like, and I'm Thor, like, Thor, Love, and Thunder like? is like a... It's more of a disappointment. There's a lot of moments yeah. of Thor, Love and Thunder that I absolutely adored. Mm. Um, I had a, we all had a lot of expectations going in after Thor Ragnarok. Um, oh, yeah. And I, I just, <laughs> when, I, when I left it, I was like, it feels like there's half of a movie missing from this. Dude, like, yeah. there are scenes... <laughs> With n- literally no context that you can tell there was a scene immediately before that would have given that proper context. And we come out of it and it's like the movie's like an hour and 45 minutes, which is like unheard of for a Marvel movie. Right. And it's so clear. The movie's rushed. The opening, like everyone was so excited to see what Christian Bale was going to do as Gore the God Butcher. And he is solid in his role. But he barely has a role in the movie, and his arc is so quick. And, like, the promise of that movie, like, nothing about the promise of that movie delivered except for, like, a good amount of laughs. Because, like, for me, the main thing I wanted to see was, oh, he's a god butcher? Let me see him butcher some gods. Guess what, gang? He didn't, we didn't see him butcher. A single god outside of that guy at the beginning that he stabs with a sword that magically appears in his hand. Like, he doesn't butcher him. We only see the aftermath or we hear about it. And I'm positive there is a full cut version of this movie (laughs) that is twice as long, has all the context, and I'm just shocked that this is what they put out. I've read something about (laughs) Thor Love and Thunder that I can't get out of my head, and I'll I'll let you go in a second, Layla. And it's that that there's never been a movie that I've seen that very obviously hates me as much as Thor Love and Thunder. It's it's like an insulting movie to to the audience in so many different ways. It's like Taika Waititi was like, you bunch of fucking pigs. Eat this, you filthy little animals. Yeah. Munch on this stupid movie. Because it is so stupid the more you think about it. And it is useless and it's totally messes. Like, yes, Ragnarok is silly and takes Thor to a place. But, like, this just takes Thor to just like this. He overstays his welcome with it. Stupid place that just has so much. It feels like disdain for its audience. Continue, Layla. There's a big statement. Yeah, yeah. No, I I just. There was no purpose to this film. And it also felt like. It also felt like it was like a phase two movie. Like it felt like it was, it it had no place in this new phase at all. And like, mm-hmm. 
it didn't add anything to it. It wasn't well done. It didn't give me any understanding of where Thor really is at this point moving forward. <laughs> it didn't settle anything for me. Like, I I just don't think... I, I ended up watching an hour 45 of just, like, kind of a not well done movie and then being like, all right, so what does that mean for Thor? I don't really know where we're at. I don't really understand what the point of any of that was. Like, it's not setting us up for something moving forward. It didn't, for me like close a chapter <laughs> at all i know it was like meant to maybe potentially but it didn't feel that way um it just felt like we reverted backwards with thor and that just felt weird to me um i kind of wish we just didn't do it i would have been okay with us just not doing anything like yeah. maybe throw him into another person's movie that honestly is probably the best use for him moving forward like really great comedic relief in like larger films with lots of characters but he did not need his own movie again like at all not this it was just one. Un- entirely unnecessary i think what happens a lot of this segues us into the next section you have on our our, our well i, I before i do that yeah go ahead i I'm just gonna, i mean like this is a personal one um but i i'm gonna i'm gonna talk a little bit more about dr strange too because oh, yeah. we're gonna do an episode on that next month with everything everywhere all at once and that also, like, it was so disappointing, but I could really see where it could have been better and more necessary for me. Um, and I felt that a similar, like, I, w- I enjoyed Thor Love and Thunder more, even though I thought Doctor Strange 2 was a better movie. And mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, that one didn't work for me. But, yeah, segue us into that. I think there are a lot of, there are a lot of things that in this phase that, fail at least in part because they are trying to give us they're trying to like lay down chips on the table for this next next chapter in things when actors will inevitably be leaving or aging out of their parts or just not and just leaving for some other reason and that and it fails because too much of it is driven towards like let's get this out there eternals i think in a large part fails because it's it's like, boom, let's get these guys out here. They exist. They're out there, and they could pop up in the future. And guess what? They're dope. And Thor's like, he's got a daughter now. And just in case Chris Hemsworth leaves, we got a thing for him. Like, we could do a couple <laughs> different things here. <laughs> we got a thing. We got Natalie Portman. We got his daughter. Like, there's a bunch of that. She-Hulk is Ugh. like that. Unnecessary stuff where it's like, boom, let's get this out here in case we can't do the other thing. And now we've got to fall back. Or yeah. we've got these points it's to lame. kind of move the plot forward in yeah. all these different ways that are coming from all over. Because gods are a huge part of this whole thing that are brought up in a ton of different Which, movies. You know what, yeah. Nick? You're pointing out the thing that pisses me off. That Exactly. The fact that there are so many parts of Phase 4 that is evident to Marvel fans and readers of what they're doing and why it matters, but none of it, none of it translated in like layman's terms to the audience for people that don't know what's happening. And that's the point of these movies to create that for them. So it's upsetting to know when you're watching a movie like Thor, like, Oh, I, I know why you're doing this, but you're doing it so poorly that no one else gets what's happening. That's the disdain I, I, I'm talking about where you're like, you know, dude, I know what you're doing. And and it's like (laughs) kind of really annoying to think about sitting in that theater and and enjoying parts and then being like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, okay, so... Is not a, 
So nice we were going to talk about next, you know, new members to the team and, and, and pushing out a little bit of the old members as that like naturally is going to happen. Um, and, and, and who we like and who we don't like. And honestly, like we can also kind of include this in a little bit of a discussion of like what we're excited for in phase five and six and what we're maybe not. Um, I'll just put like a, a few characters that I, I, really like and i think there was a good reaction and response to these characters across the board but you know correct me if i'm wrong if it doesn't apply to you but um one of the ones for me john Wa- i i mean i love uh wyatt russell so i i thought john walker is like takes uh like the classic like villain character and kind of creates this like one that is so out of control um so I'm interested in that. And and likewise, I, I'm in, interested with uh, Yelena and her father, Alexi. And and the three of them in Thunderbolts is kind of like what makes me want to see Thunderbolts. Um, not that I think it's going to be like that great. And I've been kind of annoyed at how much they're shoehorning in this whole Julia Louis-Dreyfus <laughs> character and how she's setting up <laughs> yeah, things. she's everywhere. <laughs> she is. I, there's a couple, like similarly, like... I really like the character Miss Marvel. I like what they did with her. I don't like what they did necessarily with the show, but I, I really like her as a character. And I, I couldn't have cared less about the Marvels just based off of seeing anything with Captain Marvel and Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. But now I'm I, there's a new version of it that I'm like, I, I'm excited to see this um, where they combine it. Similarly, like I obviously didn't like um, the Eternals, as we mentioned, but I think like characters like Druig, uh, which is uh, Barry Keegan's character, and Kingo, which is Kamel Nanjiani's character. Like, I could see a world where they would be really fun to pop up. Um, obviously, we're all excited for Kang. Jonathan Majors is one of the best actors alive, and he is so incredibly shredded. And He's I jacked. can't wait for his domination. He's built like a brick shit house. Exactly. Um, I, I'm trying to think of like a new main character hero that I'm really excited to see moving forward. And I think the only one that I'm like, like could be in anything. And I, I probably would like it is, is Shang-Chi. I don't yeah. Know where. He's a really fun addition. But yes, I agree. I just think Simu Liu is, is, is like perfect for Marvel. Yeah, I think his character is one that, and you, this brings up an interesting point that I was thinking about while you were talking. Like, he's a type of character that feels seamless through the universe. Like, I could mm-hmm. see him pop up in any person's movie and it would work for me. Um, I I don't, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I see that same kind of seamlessness in Phase 4 in the sense of, like, how many, like, TV shows we have and how many separated characters and vibes we have with each individual TV show. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, if there does end up being these movies where we bring a bunch of characters together and, and, like, intersect these characters, I don't know how that's going to feel. Like, I don't know if that's going to jive at all. What are they going to... Well, because we're not excited about each of the individual projects, so how can we be excited when they're all together? Yeah, and I don't even know if each individual, like, new introduced character works entirely either, as as we've talked about. So, like, that's also interesting. Um, But, yeah, I think he's probably one of the only ones that feels, like 
and I, and I, I think he's probably my favorite introduction outside of Yelena. Like she's, I mean, she is yeah. my favorite. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. obsessed with her no, and I, I can't I wait to see what's going to come. Well, I, I, and it's weird. Cause like Yelena doesn't seem to be a main, like a lead character yet from what yeah. we've seen. Yeah. Um, if anything, Weirdly she's okay with that, though. I'm okay I'm with really that, too. Okay with I'm that. trying I mean, to think yeah. of, like, who that, could that, be a I star. I think we're okay with it, because that that character, like, works. No, like, exactly. I, I agree. It, it, I don't know. I don't think you need well, to have, like, like did we need to have a She-Hulk show? Could, couldn't we just have had, like, a Hulk movie with, an actual Hulk movie with well, Mark Ruffalo? I, and had they wanted to do that? this meta thing. No, I I, I'm like, I'm not mad at it, but I, I, she's, like, when Layla was saying, like, at least it's I don't know how they're going to work. Looks like ass. I don't know how she's going to fit into everything. I just don't know. Like, and I know they're going to bring in Deadpool eventually, so they're going to get that, like, fourth wall breaking thing. But, like, again, I also don't know how Deadpool would fit into all this. So, like, it's weird to have that. Were there other characters that you liked that you, like, you're excited to see more of? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, like, I'm really excited to see King. I... This is not like a. This is a known thing. I, this is a. This is more of a gripe, I think, which is not what we're talking about right now. So I apologize. But the character I wanted to see the most of in Phase Four was Wanda, and I mm. feel like I haven't gotten the version of Wanda that I need yet. And I don't know like what's to come. Like oh. obviously, we've insinuated that she's like not dead and that she's like. She's not dead, but she's kind she's, of had her focus now, and like I can't imagine that they're going to make her a focus again. See, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know if that's true, especially with Kang coming. I, I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I should be the only one. Someone has to, yeah. Rise someone has to go up, him. rise against that, right? And there's mm-hmm. only a certain power. And I don't actually believe that we got her stuff like at all. Like D- Doctor Strange was very confusing to me. As much as I loved the shit out of her going like straight psycho, it was so much fun to watch. Like it wasn't. It was almost like a sequel to WandaVision. Yeah. yeah, or like an escalation of WandaVision. Right. It just didn't It didn't feel like I got any sort of resolution out of that. And I think there has to be some kind of arc where potentially she, you know, comes up against Kang and, and finally, like, has her moment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably, for me, the number one thing that I'm still missing out of a main character. Like, she is a main character to me, right, and yeah. I don't think we got her as one really yet. Hmm. We're talking about so, new ones. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, we're talking like, about old ones. That we well, who are see the ones that either, like new decided. ones that you're? Well, you could talk about the old ones that you're like, you Namor. know, I'm fine with moving on. But Namor, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it, Namor was really cool. I think very well handled. I think it's yeah. gonna be really. It's interesting that they've introduced the mutants with uh, Miss Marvel and Namor, yeah, and, and probably someone else. But like, and that they have some sort of link to vibranium in yeah. some way yeah like there's there's a hundred percent vibranium in her uh in miss marvel's wristband yeah what the fuck is it called i, I can never remember i don't know and, uh, and namor is a mutant because he's the born of someone who's ingested the yeah. heart-shaped herb um which makes me wonder if the black panther the sons and daughters of black panthers in the past are mutants yeah um 
but there's, there's I mean, maybe all- we see the X-Men coming in as the next leaders. I don't know. Well, <laughs> we I, need- they definitely will. I, we're going to get them. We're going to get more about well, mutants. We're going to get more about gods. We're going to get more Fantastic about- Four, they're going to be like leaders too. Like I, right. Reed Richards, whoever ends up playing it is. Which you it- make a great point, Gabe. We're missing them. Like going well, into right. the next phase, we're certainly missing a like strong leader to bring all of this together. Well, we have like <laughs> Spider-Man is supposed to be the next leader, right? Like, yeah. like well, but nobody I, knows who he is anymore. Right. So it's like, well, I guess Sam is as um, Captain Falcon he has or whatever. No powers. He could get squished like a bug. I know, but he's a leader. Like I'm thinking of like I'm not saying the strongest <laughs> ones. Like WandaVision wasn't the leader of yeah, the Avengers. FDR was a really good like, president. He, you know, yeah, right. That's uh, let's not go there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know. I like, don't know, man. There's no, no Namor is like a really good one to suggest because I think Namor like takes well, I think things what up. What Coogler did with him, is where you you is the right type of formula that you use to bring in a new character in the MCU. That's yeah. why I wanted to talk about him because he took a yeah. character who has a very, very, very different origin in the comics, and he made his origin somehow better, work in the story, and progress the story. Yeah, and, and, and progressed. The hired an phase. actor that nailed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't overdo it, didn't underdo it, and he didn't tease too much with the character. He did it just right, I think. Like you can have your gripes that he flies with silly little wings on his legs, and that's kind of funny looking. You can uh, be confused about his set of powers. You you can have all those different things, but they they talk about. They talk about gods, they talk about mutants, they introduce uh, culture and and history, and they tease all these different things, and they do not over or underdo it with that character, and I think it's perfect. That's exactly what everyone should have been, and they just, but that's the, you know, you can't have Ryan Coogler direct every movie. Agreed. And then on the other side of that, you have or characters you? that are introduced that are just so ill-conceived and so fucking annoying that... I'm I I just am not excited for that. So like one is and and each of these characters I can look at and be like, hey, why didn't they die off? You know, in their in their project, like we would have been okay. Kill like, them. Does does anyone in the world want more of Sprite from Eternals? Fuck no. She was the yeah, worst. Cranberry Sprite. Does any, I mean I love Winter, Sprite. Sprite. I'm just Winter saying that character. Yeah. Ginger Sprite. Um, Did anybody walk out of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and want more America Chavez? If if they did, fuck that. Did anyone (laughs) walk out of Shang-Chi and say, you know what we need moving forward? Aquafina as Katie. Like, why is she going to now be part of the universe? Like... I, I certainly didn't walk out of WandaVision saying, I really want a fucking Agatha Harkness show. Some people are excited for that. Yeah, that's less I, for I'm me. Not, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. The other ones I'm is obvious. Up. Does anybody... There's a moment in Moon Knight where he's, he kills off his own like character, Steven, only for Steven to come back. And I was like, what are we? No, no, no. We actually have something moving forward. And now no one's going to, like, they're not going to fucking make another Moon Knight season, even though they, you know, introduce like. And Blade, and then you're going to have. Yeah, sure. You know, 
the black or um speaking of blaine like who fucking watched kit harrington in the eternals and was like dude i can't wait for dane whitman like (laughs) i mean i kind of am fired up for that but i don't know what it's gonna mean where this like magical element that that's what i like there's all these different like pockets of heroes in the mcu and i'm just like how do they all come together man how do you get like werewolves and blade and oh i didn't badass think about sword how that kills anyone that uh uses it or makes them insane but kit, kurt kit harrington's gonna wield it uh and moon knight and then how do you get them to be like homies with i like i'm Falcon not entirely sure the they have Soldier. any plan to bring this all together like i just no, I, i'm like yeah and and Are maybe they that's get like portaled in and fight the point. 40 different kings I honest to God kind of wonder if COVID just changed the entire trajectory of like what Marvel's going to look yeah, like I mean, moving oh, for forward. Sure. But well, because uh, a lot and, of things I got know, delayed and then they had to like well, push something forward and like that but, whole like, fucked everything up. I just mean in the sense of like, I I wonder how, and I will never know, but I wonder how many projects they shifted and change it, changed to be different for like a different stream like for a streaming platform versus release in theaters and when certain things decided to get released and how that changed their ability to bring all of it together and maybe at this point they're just like fuck it i'm just gonna make a version of everything everybody loves and they can just enjoy that version of it and we're never gonna fully be able to like intermingle (laughs) this universe it's gonna be like 15 years before it all (laughs) comes back i I mean it's so true um i i think that they've you know, like to kind of like close off this, like I, I think that they still have a group of like core characters that are are at least like I know I'm going to enjoy moving forward, like and I want yeah. more of. Um, I you know, agree. for instance, like Bucky and Sam, I'm like I I really want more of that, and I think yeah. I, I'm excited to see what they do with that. I think that obviously, like you know, this Peter Parker, this version of Peter Parker just like really, really works. And I think that Tom Holland is like great as one of the leaders, you know, moving forward. I, I, I I personally like what they've, I I didn't want Shuri to be the um, uh, next Black Panther, but I think that they handled it really well. And I'd be interested to see if like Letitia Wright can keep her fucking comments to herself. Like she, she, in in her defense, she has. Yeah, right. I mean, she's still ridiculous. But um, I, I think that obviously, like, we all want to see more of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I could do without Peter Quill moving forward uh, on, on a personal level. But, like, I mean, I want to see more Drax and Rocket. And I want to see more Gamora. Um, I think I might be, like, the only Gamora? person on the planet that does more, that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm Okay, like, I want to see more Wanda. You're right about that. You know who I'm okay with us not having anymore? And this is probably controversial. I'm kind of out on Doctor Strange. Like, I don't think we need oh. him anymore. I don't think we need... I want to see how many different types Hulk of facial hair anymore. I'm... I'm... You know? I'm... Yeah. I'm... I'm... <laughs> how many different facial and top hair combinations <laughs> can he have? I don't... Like, yeah, but like, he's like one of those little things where you like have the magnet and it pulls the like little pieces of iron and you make different beards on the guy. You oh know my what I'm God. About? Oh, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, Gabe. I, I'm not out entirely yet. I think that because of how fucking amazing his dynamic was with everybody in Infinity War and with, um, are you talking about Doctor Strange? And yeah, yeah. like because of how Steve well Strange. he engages with other characters, 
I'm not ready to say he couldn't be like a pretty key player as like a le- a leader type. Um, I think I just like how many times can I see him knock his hands together and start those like little circles I around him and like and be <laughs> like, know. "Are you doing anything, pal?" <laughs> like I know he's. <laughs> I, I I disagree. I like Doctor Strange. I, he's fine. I, just, I like, like the Benedict- movie itself. No, not the no, not we the can't movie. Just the have, the like, man. I know the wizard. I know. But he I'm can agreeing. like he kind of came in as like a pseudo Tony Stark type character with like a different dynamic a little bit and like are we comfortable with him just being like the Tony Stark moving forward? Well, like, but also they I'm insinuated Ant Man was also going to carry that oh like, fuck I, mantle I, I, as well. So like I mean I that's another we don't one even know we don't I'm even like, know I can't believe that the next phase like hinges upon the success <laughs> of an Ant Man film, let alone the third one. Like I think that Jonathan Majors is going to be great. I have a feeling that he's the out, Quantum Realm is going to be. So fucking. You agree bad. with Kang? He's out of his league. He's out of his league. Yeah. So uh, how does that make you feel? You agree with the bad guy? I mean, I do because I'll agree with anything, Jonathan. We're Major in the says. bad guy era. That's yeah. Totally agree with the bad guy. I. I don't know. We can wrap up like characters, but uh, um, we're we're on our bad boy shit I, now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ooh, we're naughty now. Okay. Should we just talk very quickly about like what we're excited for for Phase Five and Six, and like what could like what Ant-Man. we're still worried? I'm about? excited for Ant Man. There's, there's no we fucking there. chance that anybody is excited for Ant Man, but the quantum. <laughs> you know what I'm like, excited for is the Wasp. Oh my god, dude! More the Wasp, more Michelle <laughs> Pfeiffer, more like now his daughter is part of it too. I'm like, dude, how many wasps are there? Break. Like I think that might be my like least favorite side characters in all of Marvel. The Wasp, like, the, the entire oh, just yeah. everything. Which in one? Ant-Man. Like all of them. all of the side characters in Ant Man. Like no, his let's whole just say the whole thing. Universe. Uh, <laughs> Michael Pena. Oh I like. I like. I like Ghost Ant-Man. in in Eternal or uh, in Thunderbolts, oh, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot Ghost was even a character. Like that is. <laughs> What's happening? What an appropriate name. If they're going to really bring back know. anyone, bring back Corey um, Stoll. Really excited for great. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah. Trailer just I'm dropped. Not. You're not? Okay. Uh, the trailer <laughs> was a little... I don't know what we're doing with it, but... Conversation over? I'm not going to... I'm not. I'm never going to bet against James Gunn. I just think he's got a good idea of what to do right now. Wait, <clears throat> wait until he, like, makes a lot of shitty shit for uh, DC, but... <laughs> Shitty poo poo caca, but um, I'm excited for that too. I'm very excited for Secret Invasion. I think that trailer is remarkable. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's gonna be very. I think I'm high on high up on the list. I'm pretty excited to see this Daredevil, like what they do with Matthew Murdoch mm-hmm. now, with like the with actual like creatives that involved. I know it won't be violent like the other one, but knowing what <laughs> Disney has done with Andor, well, I could see it. them handling Daredevil really well this time. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in that. I'm excited for the mutants. Blade, I'm interested in. Blade has been delayed so many times, and new people have joined that I'm like, I think I don't it's because know what's of happening. what Layla said. I don't think they know how to figure out the the magic. Oh, they definitely don't know yet. what to do with him. Like, <laughs> and, and I'm <laughs> I'm questioning why Blade even needs to be part of Marvel. That's what I'm saying, like, like I know as much as I Marvel, enjoyed but... um, Werewolf by Night, like, what? How do you? 
Are you just gonna have a little like, like, do they do they need to come together? Yeah, that's right now, that's that's my me? question yeah. because I kind of just Maybe want the don't. content. I would love. I just would Sick love Blade right content. Now. Yeah, that's all. I don't yeah. need it to connect. I just want to watch Blade content. Like that just uh, makes yeah, me happy. Yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. watch content in general. I actually was like looking at Phase Five. I'm a big guy? content Shocking. guy. <laughs> I was looking at Phase Five, and so far, I mean, they're always going to surprise us with projects and stuff. But there's not a lot of like we didn't really get a big event movie in Phase Four outside of. I don't think we no will way in phase three. No, Phase Five. Phase Five. Sorry, we're not getting one in Phase Five. There's no big like. Big, big Avengers type movie. No, because that's like kicking it off. Like, I'm talking. But that's like the biggest, widest scope. I know. That I, I mean, Thunderbolts maybe will it's really be, depressing. but like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty depressed about it too. I mean, Captain America is called New World Order, so maybe there's a big deal there. It, it, no, I, Captain America will be that. That actually is supposed to be like a really yeah, big they one. Can introduce from a what World I've, Order that's new. Yeah, yeah. and that's and that's I, and it's big. new, so it's better. Um, Dumb. I don't know. Anything's were <laughs> anything else that we're worried about before we do a ranking? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, why? How? Why? Why worried does, about? Why is Ironheart going to to battle a demon played by yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen? <sighs> so Mephisto oh is coming. <laughs> Sorry to spoil it for What's anyone. What's up with that? Yeah, I. Is that like a mislead, like a misdirection? I like, think it's going to be a misdirection. I think you're right that it's going to be like the Mandarin in uh, in Iron Man three. But I don't know. Could be cool, but why is it in? Why is he in Ironheart? There's projects that I'm very excited for. I just am like, <laughs> I, I want them to pick this up. And I, I love how I'm by getting... the end of this we've just become so defeated. Like we're just like, how does Loki this season how is two? This I'm excited happen? for Loki okay. season two. Let's talk about our five favorite <laughs> movies from Marvel. Each of our top fives, in and general? this will make us yeah. And Henneral? In okay. general? And yeah, I thought, oh, we were... Uh, general? Well, we were already going to do our favorite parts of Phase 4. I was going to say... Well, okay, actually, if nothing from Phase... If yours hasn't really changed in the last year, like with Phase 4 or last two years, we don't need to do this exercise. Because I think we've already <laughs> done it anyways. Do um, one of these creeping let's do five? Let's do Phase 4 so. then. And... <laughs> And it could be projects. Like you Top can rank five, them based on fours. projects. Yeah. Okay. Ranked or unranked? Rank them. I, I think I'd have to start unranked and then rank them as I go. Okay, I'll give my if rankings. Rank yeah, them. do it. Number one for me, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number two, mm. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Number three, Loki. Number four, Werewolf by Night. And number five, WandaVision. Okay. I'm struggling to find a fifth one. I think it's Black so, Widow. Oh, my dude, fifth I, is like a four-way tie. Oh, go for it. I think it's Black Widow. I think it's the same Where, thing. Are those other ones in your top four? Probably not Werewolf by Night. I think it's Werewolf the same thing so, you said without Werewolf by Night, which would be like six or seven. And I think it's Black Widow because it is watchable and fun enough and introduces <laughs> Yelena. Um, this is how far we've fallen. It's completely, it's I think it's, <laughs> I know people like really don't like it, but I think it's a completely innocuous I really movie. like Black Widow. I think it's, I think it's fun. I think it's I a think completely it's a innocuous movie and, and just give me anything that David Harbour does. 
Except for that new movie he has where he's Santa and he beats people up. Because apparently that's really bad. But Honestly, I feel like it's a really good sign that I, just talking about it right now, I really want to rewatch it. Like that that's a that's a Yeah, really I got to rewatch Black Julie Panther. watches it like yeah. all the time and I've just become like numb to it and I'm like I kind of like this. That's actually so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, like on all the time. She's a huge Florence Pugh. She man. loves Florence Pugh more than me probably. Don't we all? <laughs> um yes. Yeah. We do. Okay. I This is not in order so far. Um Spider-Man, Loki, WandaVision, Black Panther, and then I have like a large tie around the fifth one, which is like uh, Shang Chi, Black Widow, oh, and yeah. I know that this is like controversial, but Doctor Strange because I had so much fun watching no, that movie. It's, it's your, <laughs> it's your favorites, you know. I, think, I just, I, think I just, what, I think there's a lot of people that so, fucking love Doctor Strange too. By the way, because like there's a lot oh, of Raimi yeah. fans out there, and a lot of people thought. I think that I put it, Black Panther first, and yeah. then Spider Man actually. So your your list, but with Black's panther first and blacks panther <laughs> that's not what i said yeah he did by accident and no. i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with it cut that cut that no i i i like that and, and honestly like I, did i think black panther wakanda forever was a better movie sure but i just think that like i haven't felt the way i felt like in no way home at least the first time i watched it yeah in a theater since like Endgame. Which I, think, I know was I right think, before. So like three years like, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think ultimately, like, as much as I... Uh, no Way Home is, like, kind of a perfect superhero movie in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, oh, definitely. The addition of, like, all the fun throwback shit in the comedy, but also, like, a oh, really, really show. good, like, <laughs> emotional element. It's such a good movie all around. Like, it's not something we talked a lot about during the pod episode, but it's... <laughs> I think it probably should be number one for all of us. I but. still think that we should do... <laughs> okay, then. Uh, I still think we should do... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that one at some point with Spider-Man 3 or something. Um, all right, let's close it out. Um, we will be doing next month Doctor Strange 2 uh, in the Multiverse of Madness or whatever Woo. with everything everywhere all at once. Uh which is my favorite movie of 2022 and is just a delight. And if you have Showtime, it's now on there. I recommend watching it there. Uh, If you didn't see it in theaters, that really sucks for you. You're an idiot because that movie is so fun. Uh, Next week, we're going to do a holiday pair to get us excited for the holiday season. Um... And otherwise, you can find us on Instagram, and you can look up Facing Off Pod, and you can let us know what your favorite Marvel movie is. You can let us know how much you hated Phase 4, how much you loved it, and what characters and what movies we forgot to talk about. Wanted to keep it a little short. Still didn't even do that. Um, But go find us there. You can send us an email as well, if that's the easier way of communicating with human beings. Uh, It's facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Nick. Do you have a send-off? Imperious Rex. I, I don't know what that is. That's Nam- Namor, dude. Oh. Uh, it's sick, dude. He's a sick character. <laughs>